Patriots Nation, I want to know where your loyalty stands with Bill Belichick as of right now. When you're listening to this, I want to know, do you still believe in Bill Belichick? Do you still trust Bill Belichick? Do you have that blind faith, the blind loyalty? Are you somebody that wants Bill Belichick out? You want the new regime. You say, scrap it. Babs, I want everything taken down and I want to start over again. Are you one of those people that said, Brady made Belichick? Brady made Belichick. Who here left in Patriots Nation is still on the side of Bill Belichick? And I want to start this off by talking about that. One of my listeners out there, his name's Simon. Simon reached out to me on the gram, Instagram, at Babs in the mic. I'm going to pull it up. He said, Simon says, Simon says, I listened to the first episode of your podcast, Simon. I appreciate that. I've always been an, I've always been an in Bill We Trust kind of guy, but I'm starting to think that that needs to change. And, and the reason for the change is because the game's different nowadays. The Patriots whiz worked forever, but I feel that teams have caught up on to what's going on. We don't have that same edge as we used to 10 years ago. Simon says the issue that I'm having with Bill is that he shows no interest in adapting and evolving, and that's what bothers Simon the most. He never hires coaches that weren't in the system at some point, and you know that Bill values loyalty. And Simon goes on to say, Patricia is not fit to be an offensive coordinator and Bill needs to understand that and move on. I feel like he believes in his vision a little too much sometimes and is even ready to lose in his system and won't adapt. Simon, I appreciate you reaching out, having this long drawn out message and that's fine because it starts our topic. That's how you're feeling right now. And you want some guidance from Babs. Babs, where do you stand? It's in my bio. In Bill We Trust. Always in Bill We Trust. So I'm going to spin this, Simon. I'm going to give you my take. I feel where you're coming from. And I feel where Patriots Nation is frustrated. Because we're spoiled. All the winning that we've seen. I've said it. I've been born into greatness. Think about all the fans that are in their mid-30s and younger, right? They haven't seen much losing. Literally, the 2020 season was like their first real season to understand what losing is. I'm not a Belichick hater at all. Do I dislike what he does sometimes? Absolutely. I get frustrated. I'm investing my time, my effort into the Patriots to hype them up, to talk about them. And sometimes Belichick does something boneheaded and you're like, what are you doing? But it's all about the long game here, guys. All about the long game. Because look at Belichick, when Brady left, Belichick had to reinvent this team. And they went 7-9 and nine with the corpse of Cam Newton. They were not a 7-9 and nine team. They were a three-win team. They mustered seven wins with that team. That was because of coaching. Then they draft Mac Jones. And after starting one and three, they go on a run. Yes, 
Yes, just like this season and last season, they're beating bad teams, but they're beating the teams they're supposed to be beating. They're hanging tough with teams, sometimes. Hanging tough with those teams that are better than you. But the fact that Belichick was able to get a 10-7 and season and go to the playoffs with a rookie makes me feel comfortable enough that Belichick is not in that complete hot seat just yet. I will turn and go sour on Belichick if the Patriots end up having back-to-back under 500 seasons. That's where you're going to get me to actually turn on that. Because I think it's inexcusable. Like, I've said this. At this point, they're 6-6 six and six this season. Right now, you're listening. Right now, before the Monday Night Football game, they're 6-6. Six and six. Hopefully, they go 7-6. and six. I do not want to see an 8-9 and nine season finish off. I'm not taking 9-8. and eight. I want them to have at least 10 wins this season. Sometimes things are out of Belichick's control. You know, you're, you guys are pissed off about the offensive coordinator. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But Belichick's working with what he has to work with. I think it's an important offseason coming up. Draft picks. Free agency. Year three of Mac Jones. They'll figure it out. Give Belichick time. I want Patriots Nation to understand that this franchise could be a lot worse than what it is. Look at some of Step back for a second. Look at how some of those other franchises are being dealt with. Do you want that head coaching turnstile? You go, you, uh, everybody says this. Everybody's like, Babs, we need to go grab a new head coach. Okay, who do you want? Who do you want? Who are you bringing in? How is it going to work? Is it even going to work? I mean, look at Vegas. Vegas is 5-8. and eight. They brought Josh McDaniels in. We're going to bring him in. He's going to be a savior. Look how sometimes these coaching decisions don't work out for other teams. The Patriots could be in a way worse spot than what they are. They're trying. Belichick says, I'm here to win football games. No matter how they have to do it, they're trying. Belichick, I agree, needs to adapt to this new style of game. But he's already set in his ways. He'd rather play 1940s football. Than 2020 football. But he's earned the right to do that. He's earned the right to do this. Yes. Brady was such a key component. In the six Super Bowls. And to make it another three times. On top of it. Nine Super Bowl trips. But Belichick is just as important. As a head coach. Slash GM. To restructure teams. Over and over. To keep that winning. Did Brady make those interceptions in the Super Bowls? Yeah, Brady gets you to those games. But does does Brady go out and handpick who the talent that they get? But yeah, he helps them get back. There's aspects to the game that Belichick has done for the Patriots. And again, I, I look at 2020. You scrap everything. You start over again. They went 7-9. They went 10-7 and seven last season. Let's see what happens at the end of the season. They win the ne- they 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 lose the next five games. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk differently. But you got to give me back to back losing seasons before you make me get really sour on Bill Belichick. But I want to know where is your loyalty? Where do you stand? Let me know. Like, where do you stand with Bill Belichick? Because I'm not turning my back on Bill. 
You are not going to hear me ever turn. Am I going to question his decisions? Absolutely. But I'm never turning my back on Bill Belichick. Always in Bill we trust. I will have the blind faith. I will have the blind loyalty. I will walk in his army. I will defend him. I'll do what it takes. But I'm, I am at least give him some extra time. This is episode three of Babs on the Mic. I appreciate everybody who's listened. Third episode. We're excited. Thank you so much for the feedback. I have my DMs are open on Instagram at Babs on the Mic, Twitter at Babs on the Mic. You can reach out to me at any time. We can talk football. Give me some topics. Give me some questions. That's what we're here for. Leave a review. Give me that five star. Help me pump this out there. And critique me, because I know I'm still still learning. I'm still waiting for my microphone, still trying to figure that out. I want to move on and talk about the offensive coordinator. Because I just talked in my opening statement rant about Belichick, the loyalty, and Simon says, I can't believe they allowed Matt Patricia to be the offensive coordinator. Is Matt Patricia technically the offensive coordinator? He doesn't really have the label, right? No label of offensive coordinator. Belichick's crafty like that. I want to get in to Bill O'Brien being the new offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. I made a post on Instagram, Twitter, little one of those videos, Instagram reels, you know, talking. There was a report out there that Bill O'Brien is the top candidate to come into the New England Patriots to usurp Belichick one day to become head coach, but to come in and be offensive coordinator. And I talked about it because I agree with it. And then you people out there are going against it, saying it's an awful move. He shouldn't be head coach. He shouldn't be offensive coordinator. Look what he did down in Texas with the Houston Texans. So now we have to talk about that because I think Bill O'Brien is the right fit for the offensive coordinator. I'm not, I, listen, Head coaching, who the hell knows when that's going to even be open? Belichick can be the head coach as long as he wants. I'm fine with that. But I want an easy transition from what they are with Bill Belichick into the next guy. And I was trying to dive around and look into it. Sometimes it's not easy. Look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, for example. They went from Bill Cower. Bill Cower says, I'm done. I'm out of here. And then they hired the defensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings, Mike Tomlin. And look at what Mike Tomlin did. This is going to be his first losing season since he's been head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. But look at what they did during his tenure. That's what you want in New England. I'm afraid that Robert Kraft doesn't have anybody else lined up there. I don't don't know if he knows what's going on around the league. I don't know if he's looking at certain places. I think he has just as much trust as I do. And Bill Belichick, the blind loyalty, the blind faith, he's deserved that spot. I think Belichick does care about the future of the franchise. And I think Belichick will care about who's the future head coach and when he ultimately steps away. And I think Bill O'Brien is the best fit. Bill O'Brien can come back here. They need a real offensive coordinator. This is the third time I'm saying it's third episode, third time I'm going to say it. The first move in the offseason, January 9th, if they don't make the playoffs, first move is getting an offensive coordinator. It's Bill O'Brien. It's Bill O'Brien. 
I want him here as the OC. I don't, I'm not worried about head coaching. I'm not worried about who takes over. We can talk about that in three years from now. Let's talk about offensive coordinator. Bill O'Brien comes in. Part of the Belichick tree. A guy who's already been in New England. He knows. He knows the system. Just the people that hate Bill O'Brien, I want you to do a quick Google search. Right now, like you can listen to me yell in your ear right now and Google at the same time. Just Google Bill O'Brien, Robert Kraft. All together, Google it. Scroll down a little bit under the news. Back in 2012, when Bill O'Brien left the New England Patriots to take a job at Penn State, Robert Kraft gave him rave reviews. He knew that he was a great coach. Knew that he's going to go and do some great things. They left on a good note. Bill O'Brien left on a good note. Went to Penn State. Robert Kraft gave him his blessing. Keep looking at that news, by the way. Just look at some past history of Bill O'Brien. Seth Wickersham, when he came out with his book, and Seth knows some things. They talked about in 2017 how the Patriots, more so Tom Brady, was getting ready for post-Bill Belichick. Kind of pushing him out. That's the whole start of Bill versus Tom and what's going on, Robert Kraft. Who did Tom Brady want for head coach? Tom Brady wanted Bill O'Brien. The, t- the GOAT. You guys have blind faith and blind loyalty to Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady wanted Bill O'Brien. Tom Brady wanted Bill O'Brien. And what Bill O'Brien say? Bill O'Brien said he was trying to get fired from the Houston Texans so he can get a job with the Patriots. So I want you to remember that right now, right? What I just said. Because then the people that are complaining about Bill O'Brien are saying, well, Babs, look at his tenure in Houston. He gutted that team out. He's a bad GM. He was trying to get fired. He was trying to get fired. He wanted out of there. He wanted out of there. If anything, just looking at it on paper, Bill O'Brien's record in Houston, he's four games over 500. It could have been eight games over 500 if he didn't start the 2020 season over four. And he purposely did that so he can get out of there. And guess what? Guess where he went to? He went to Alabama. He went right under Nick Saban. But the fact of the matter is that Bill O'Brien... Not many people, not many individuals that leave Belichick go on and get success. That's success. Multiple first place finishes in the AFC South. Couple playoff trips and a couple playoff wins. Bill O'Brien taking a poverty franchise. We just talked about you could, the Patriots could be in worse spots. They could be a Houston Texans mismanaged. Bill O'Brien took the shit franchise and made them somewhat relevant. Did Bill O'Brien walk in, into it like and make mistakes? Yes, he did. But the fact of the matter is he he actually did something when he left with another team, unlike Matt Patricia, unlike Josh McDaniels. Bill O'Brien has something. He just needs to be controlled in certain aspects. And then look how bad that Houston franchise became when he left. You don't hear Bill O'Brien's name get attached to Sean Watson with the sexual allegations. It's just, just funny how that all works out, right? He got out of there before it really became a shit show. He, know what he, he knows what he was doing. And I truly, truly believe that Be- Bill O'Brien has already been contacted by Belichick 
and this is happening. I, I just have that feeling. But, again, the timing just didn't work out this season. That's why I don't blame Belichick for this year. You can make it all up. The first thing you got to do is get an offensive coordinator. Like, that's the first thing you got to do this offseason. The first thing I want to see. And then I'm fine with that. I'm fine with believing in, well, we wanted our guy and he, we couldn't get him. I've, I've talked about that. Bill O'Brien already tied in with Alabama. Thought he had the chance to take over for Saban. And, Sa- and then in August, Saban signs a 10-year deal. Bill O'Brien's out. And I know other people have reached out and they've asked me, like, who else can be offensive coordinator? And I don't have an answer for you. I want you guys out there that listen to this show that are smarter than me. Because it's pretty much everybody is. Who do you want to see as the new offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots? And let me know. Tell me who you want to see. Give me names so I can research them and then talk about them over the next month. Give me that short list of names. But for the people that hate Bill O'Brien, do a little bit more research on him. Don't come out because your feelings are hurt because he made a mistake because your your favorite player, DeAndre Hopkins, got pushed out of Houston. Bill O'Brien was four games. Look at his record. I think it's 52 and 48 in his tenure at Houston. Over 500, multiple first place finishes as a head coach. Multiple playoff trips with the poverty franchise that when he left, st- they still suck. They're a one-win team right now. Give Bill O'Brien some credit. He can come in and be an offensive coordinator, one of Belichick's puppets, work with Mac Jones, because you know what? The Alabama connection, the Saban connection, Get O'Brien in here. I'm not worried about who becomes the head coach in the future. I'm worried about the now. I'm worried about 2023. Get Mac Jones somebody that he can work with this offseason. And get a real offensive coordinator. Woo! Ranting today. Ranting today about that. All right, let's move on. If you're listening to this, hopefully the day of, uh, let's talk a little bit about week 14 and Sunday football that just happened. Just happened yesterday. If you're listening back on this, I apologize. I mean, I, I'm grateful that you're still listening, but this is this this episode's kind of more of a timely type of thing. Let's talk about the current standings in the NFL in terms of the Patriots on their path to the seventh seed. All the Patriots needed was the Jets to lose, and they did. It was a close game. The Jets go into Buffalo and lose 20-12. to The New York Jets are now pushed out of the playoff picture after later on in the night where the LA Chargers upset the Miami Dolphins. And I, I can't believe how many people, I could not believe how many people were rooting for the Dolphins and Patriots Nation. Well, we need the Chargers to lose because the Chargers do have a great schedule going forward. We need the Chargers to lose. To give the Patriots a better chance. No, 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 no. No matter what, the Patriots are not falling ass backwards into a playoff. They have to earn their playoff spot. The Patriots have to earn that playoff spot. They have to win like four out of the next five. They can't just win two games and expect, oh, well, we can still fall ass backwards. No, you got to win. You got to win out. You bet you're six and six and you're in this position. You have to win out. Again, how many teams last year? We're seven and six. 
Six, six, and one. Six and six, and they went on a run at the end of the season. This is the time to do it. And all the Patriots need to do is win Monday Night Football against Arizona and poof, they're back into the seventh seed. And now, and now that the Miami Dolphins lost, I'm telling you this, the Patriots have a shot at the sixth seed. Yes, they do. The Pages need to be in the sixth seed. Because I agree with you people. You play round one against my... Uh, uh, you play round one against Kansas City or Buffalo, you're getting your ass whooped. You're getting your ass whooped. Dude, I don't want to play Buffalo back-to-back weeks. Week 18 and then the first week, the wild card weekend. I don't want to do that. No. I want them... I think they could beat Baltimore. I think they can beat Tennessee round one. I want that sixth seed. That's the sweet spot. That's cash money. If you can get the sixth seed and then play Baltimore or Tennessee round one, the Pagers have a legitimate shot of going into the divisional round. Absolutely. Especially where the Pagers need to go on a run to even get into the playoffs. But the fact of the matter is this. Miami, Patriots. They're con- Look at their division. Yeah, so Miami has a head-to-head right now. Next week, this is the Patriots have to win Monday. This is all about Patriots winning, right? Patriots win Arizona. They win in Las Vegas. Next week, next week, Miami has Buffalo. You got to root for Buffalo. Miami loses that. You're both 2-2 two and two in the division. Miami owns the head-to-head. That now makes Miami 6-4 and four in the conference. The Pages would be 6-3 and three in the conference. It makes that New Year's Day game even mean more. Tua and company coming up here to Foxborough. Can you take them on? Because anyways, I mean, you you have to beat Cincinnati Christmas Eve anyways. That's a legitimate playoff team. True test. You win these, this West Coast trip. You sweep the West Coast trip. The Road Dome. Get that Road Dome, Mac Jones. You sweep this Vegas trip, this Arizona trip. You come back, that's when your true test comes. Cincinnati, Miami, Buffalo. Can the team do it? Can they do it? I think they can. This is the time. This is this is gonna be a. This is. It, I mean, it all starts Monday. They, you lose Monday. It's the, none of this is all out the window. This is, this is. Oh, but attack Babs on freezing cold takes. They couldn't do it. I told you so. I want the. I want the fourteenth overall pick, Babs. I don't care about a playoff spot. You gotta get all those people coming out saying that. No, no, no. Tag me. Go ahead. Do that. All right. Whoa. Let's talk about the Arizona Cardinals, New England Patriots. A quick preview. I'm not here to give you X's and O's. I'm not here to break down the game. I don't do that. You can go listen to somebody else to do that. I'm just giving you my my casual takes. That's all it is. My I'm a fanalist, right? That's that's what it is. The Patriots and Arizona Cardinals have had some close games. They've all pretty much come down to a field goal. If you go back onto Patriots uh, Instagram, the Patriots account, but the Patriots with a one instead of an I, right? He posted the last three games for the Arizona Cardinals, New England Patriots. All comes down to field goals. All came down to field goals. The Patriots are currently 7-1 and one in their last eight games against Arizona. But back, you know, the last, Kyler Murray's only faced the Patriots once. It was the 2020 season. They came into Foxborough, empty stadium. Patriots handled their business now. Yes. Patriots had Stephon Gilmore. <laughs> Patriots had JC Jackson. But the Patriots 
held it together against Kyler Murray. They shut down. They shut him down, and the Patriots got the victory. Different, different defense. I I agree with you. This is a great test for the New England Patriots because I want you guys to think right now. Where do you rank Kyler Murray in terms of quarterbacks? So, like, when we look at here are the quarterbacks the Patriots have beaten this year, and it's like Zach Wilson twice, Jared Goff, Sam Ellinger. You start looking at the quarterback. They haven't beaten a real quarterback. Do you consider Kyler Murray a, a real quarterback, like a good quarterback? He got paid like one. I disagree. But I think Kyler Murray, like, where do you rank him? Like, think about it right now. Where do you rank Kyler Murray in terms of quarterback play? Because here's the thing. I don't think Kyler Murray's fantastic for the money he got. But he's definitely a great quarterback. Mobile quarterback. Can move around. The Patriots have had problems with these type of quarterbacks. The Patriots' defense plays a hell of a game. They earned that W against a good... I'd consider him a good quarterback. Above average. Let's, let's put him above average. But you know how the media spin's going to happen, right? And some of the fans. The fans that want to be against what happens. They, they don't like people being happy. They're going to say Kyler Murray stinks. And Kyler Murray was never a good quarterback. And all this bullshit's going to start coming out when the Patriots dominate Kyler Murray. No, I, I disagree. Kyler Murray got paid like a very good quarterback. You got to credit the way he plays. Yes, his record's not there. But I still think he's better than some of the... He's probably the best quarterback. If you get the win against Arizona, he would be the best quarterback you faced of what you've seen so far this season in terms of wins. In terms of wins. That's the way I view Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is not going to go down without a fight. So it's going to be a good test for the defense. The flip side, the offense. No Jacoby Myers. Kendrick Bourne in the doghouse. Is Kendrick Bourne even going to play? Damian Harris still hurt. This team's really banged up right now. But again, Mac Jones in the dome. National televised game. Mac Jones stinks on national televised games. Prime time. The Patriots are 0-3 this season on prime time. Flipped. Flip the script. Flip it. This is the game to do it. You got an under 500 team. Under 500 team in Arizona. You're going to have Pat, Pat's Nation's out there. Seen it all weekend. This is a great, great trip. It would have been a great trip to go to Arizona. They're out there. You're going to have a little crowd. You're going to have a crowd behind you. Make it work. Make it work. I love Hunter Henry this game. I want Hunter Henry to get the two touchdowns that he was supposed to get in Minnesota. Get to your tight ends. Start using Jonu Smith. I need to see a Jonu Smith sighting. I think Devontae Parker will have a great game. Move the ball. I don't care about running. I want to see Mac Jones throw the ball. This is the game to do it. Let him air it out. He's in a dome. He should be able to throw. He should be comfortable. Don't don't play cute either. You got to go balls to the wall in this game. This is a game you need to score 30 points. This is a game where the defense gives up. Like, if I want a, like a real, like, I, I hate giving scores, right? Because they're never going to be right. But if I want to give a score, Patriots have to score over 30 points. And you hold Kyla Murray and company less than seven, 17 or less. 
That's a score I want to see, like a 30-17 to 17 type of game. Because you need to give this team an extra confidence boost in their offense and their defense. Because now that you win this game, you'll have that five days together in Arizona and you start feeling yourself. We can do this. We can go into Vegas. We can win. Wow, we're the seventh seed. This is where the confidence booster starts. It all comes down to, I do not want this. Chief field goal win. You barely escape and get a W. I don't want to see this sloppy football. Like, think about the Thanksgiving game. The Patriots were in the driver's seat that game. Special teams meltdown. Time and time again, Mac Jones had that momentum and it just got wiped away. That Patriots team could have beat Minnesota by 10 points. Take what you did Thanksgiving, minus the mistakes on special teams, do it against Arizona. And if you do that same way, same Mac Jones, they're going to win this game by double digits. Pour on the score if you can. This is a nationally televised game. Monday Night Football, everyone's watching. And you lost a primetime game to a team. A team that just got walloped by 20 points. They lost by 20 to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Giants' commanders took over the Raiders and Patriots. I need the New England Patriots to showcase. Yeah, I know the record's not good, right? They're 6-6. Six and six. I need the Patriots to go out on Monday Night Football and show, hey, we're not the reason why we got flexed out. It was Vegas. It was their fault. It's not our fault. Because we're giving you entertaining games here on primetime. I mean, that Buffalo game was not entertaining at all. That Chicago game, Monday Night Football, was not entertaining at all. Thanksgiving was entertaining. One of the highest rated regular season games in history. Go out there and showcase why the Patriots should be on primetime. And just go out and get a W. But do it do it like a legitimate beatdown W. That's what I need to see. I need to see a beatdown W. This Arizona team's kind of like interesting. I think they're a little bit better than what their record is when they're healthy. You got Kingsbury there knowing that his job's on the line. How many times have we are we gonna see that the Patriots win Monday night? And then on Tuesday, Kingsbury gets fired. Is that how it's going to work? Belichick taking another job away from the NFL? I'm, I'm just very interested to see how this team gets it together. And I'll say this, during the week, players looked like they were in it. Their press conferences, mentally there. I think that, that I mean, the team knows they have to win. You lose Monday, it's like you're done. Now you fall to six and seven. You're, you're the ninth seed. Good luck catching up. Good luck catching up. Really do or die. This is such a must-win game for the Patriots to keep that moment. It's it, it's such a fine line. If you win, you're in the seventh seed. You lose, you're six and seven, and you're not getting that play. Your your chances go down to like ten percent to even make the playoffs. We won't even talk about playoffs anymore. I'll stop. I'll stop doing it. All right, let's just move on real quick and wrap this up. I have to unlock my phone because let's get to questions. Got a couple questions here. Andrew Klosser said, what happens if Mac Jones goes off for 600 yards, four touchdowns in the next two games? I'd love that. I love road dome, baby. But then he sucks in the end of the year in the cold weather. And Andrew, I agree. I agree with you, Andrew. Mac Jones ain't a cold weather quarterback. He is not. a. How do you go from that Thanksgiving game in the dome and then just look 
putrid against Buffalo. And I and I agree. Enjoy the next two games, Andrew, and everybody else. Enjoy these next two games of Mac Jones and what he produces out there. Because he might not be able to do that Christmas Eve, New Year's Day, and then in Buffalo, those final three games. I haven't seen anything just yet. Like the only game that Mac Jones has won in cold weather, two games technically, the Tennessee Titans was cold out that day. The Titans last year, yeah, two touchdowns through Kendrick Bourne. And then the Jacksonville Jaguars where they put up 50 points and a team effort. Those are the only two cold weather games that he's like won late in the season. He's got to turn that around. I need to see something. I, I, I'll talk about that after the road trip. Sweep this West Coast road trip. Timmy Boomsauce. Timmy Boomsauce. Great question. He says, does Bill Belichick have the balls to fire Matt Patricia? Timmy Boomsauce. I don't think Belichick has the cojones to do that. I don't think he has the grapefruits to do that. Matt Patricia's his buddy. It's got to come from Robert Kraft. And when you look at it, we talked about this at the beginning of the episode. He's not really the offensive coordinator. Technically, he is and technically he isn't. He's not got that label on him. He's just there, right? He's got one of those weird titles. He's like offensive line coach slash offensive assistant. He doesn't have a real title. That's it, It's such a cop-out. Because when things went bad this season, well, he's not our offensive coordinator. Belichick takes all the blame. Belichick won't relieve him of his duties. It's got to come from Robert Kraft. And I don't think Robert Kraft has the cojones to do that. Robert Kraft handed those keys to Belichick when Brady left. It's all yours, bud. Please don't wreck it. That's what it feels like. Like I said, Belichick can rectify the situation right away, get a real offensive coordinator when the offseason begins. Last but not least, the only Dito. Dito, I hope everything's going well out there, man. I hope you're doing good. I'm trying to grow up my beard just like you, and I've always failed at it. Dito has asked, who do you think, other than Bill O'Brien, would be a good fit to be the offensive coordinator next season? And as I said earlier in this episode, because your question was already on my mind earlier in this episode, I don't have an answer for that. And I want you people out there, you people that know the game, that know college ball, that know what's going on in the NFL right now, is Bill Belichick going to poach somebody else to bring him in and put him in his system? Is Bill Belichick going to find a guy to bring in that he's already worked with? Like a Bill O'Brien? Like, who is he going to be? You let me know. Give me names. Because I want names that I can go on the next couple episodes and say, here's someone to look at. Here's someone to look at. I also don't want to fall in love with people because then I get my hopes up. Like, I'm getting my hopes up already for Bill O'Brien. I need to keep an unbiased opinion and view and whatever Bill does and Bill we trust. I won't trust Matt Patricia again to run. If like if, I won't trust that. I don't want to see that next season. I want them to see get a real guy. Give me some names and let's discuss them over the next month because this is very important that they do this in January. Babs is on this first. No one else. Babs is on this, been on this first. That's episode three. Babs on the mic. We're going to do a quick turnaround here. So if you listen to this now, thank you. Because it's going to be a quick turnaround. This episode's coming out on Monday. The next episode will be Tuesday. It's going to be instant reaction to Arizona Cardinals, New England Patriots. It will be recorded 
right after the game's over, release the next day, and let's just get that W. Again, appreciate the support. Appreciate those that have listened to the first two episodes. If you're joining the first time, thank you for your first time. If you want to catch up with the other episodes, Babs on the mic on all major podcast platforms. Take care. Ride the wave. Let's get this W. LFG.